Let's start over. <laughs> you had a bad opener. Why? I think that's Why a fancy question. Why is the alphabet in the order it's in? I don't know. How am I supposed to know? <sighs> this is Pose on the Moon. Hmm. <laughs> Pillows on the movies. <laughs> <laughs> this is Movies on the Windows, a pillow podcast. Carly, what's your favorite kind a of pillow? pillow? podcast. <laughs> okay, this is an actual question that I've been really struggling with. Mm. It's like... Mm. How much money do you need to spend on pillows in order for a- Oh my god, so sorry. <laughs> I just had a freaked out moment. I think there's a baby in my hallway. Okay. Um <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it really scared me. But back to the pressing matters at hand. Carly. Ooh, um basically how much money do you have to spend on a pillow in order for it to last more than like a year and a half? I don't remember ever buying a pillow okay <laughs> so not that much money i i mean, la- by last i mean i guess like not become misshapen what it, what it, what are you doing to your pillows car i don't know, like are all you, like, of them practicing just t- wrestling moves well <gasps> yeah you have to okay okay all of them have like the little indents where my head is no. like they come together in the middle you gotta fluff them yeah i don't know i'll look into it um maybe we should talk about movies instead of pillows i guess so carly i've watched so many movies since we yeah last you talked. did one Lordy, two Lordy, three Lordy, four five Lordy. six seven eight nine ten movies since the last wow time wow, wow wow what do you want to, what have you watched carly i should start sure yes okay um so i watched as above, so below. Yes, tell me about this because I keep I always see it on Letterbox and it has a cool poster. Yes, so it intrigued. was a really fun time. Okay. I don't think in a million years I could call it like a good movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it is so such a funny. Um, they just combined a bunch of movies okay. and like shamelessly. That's fun. Uh, in really funny ways. So, like, the beginning is National Treasure. <laughs> like, oh, dude. <laughs> yes. One? Well, the whole thing has National Treasure vibes, which is super sold. fun. Sold, 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 I guess, sold. like, the, so the general premise is there's this woman whose dad was searching for the Philosopher's Stone his whole life. <laughs> okay. I'm with you so far. <laughs> um... And this woman, like, takes up that journey once he passes, and it eventually sends them, sends her into the catacombs in France. Um, and they, like, it turns into, like, they're descending through hell. Which, like, okay. we need more movies that take place in hell. So the beginning is National Treasure, so, to the point where, like, she takes a tablet off of a wall, and they have to pour a base on it, and then heat it up so that they can see the map on the back. What? <laughs> yes. You can't do that. Is this a uh, uh, an English language film? Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, and then it becomes, like, The Descent plus Blair Witch. Dude. Yeah. You're selling um, me. I, I, really, I had just such a fun time. Um, lots of good... Like puzzle movies are so fun, yeah. you know, yeah, when yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. people decoding. It, it's like a, a um, Da Vinci Code. Yes, it's film. like a Da Vinci Code a lot, actually. Okay. okay. Um, and yeah, legitimately scary stuff. Like it, 
yeah, showing what hell would be like, I think is very cool. They're literally going to hell is what you're saying. Yes, they are descending into hell, like in the levels from like Dante's Inferno. Weird. It doesn't look like entirely like hell, but like. You can tell that's what they're going for. Yeah. Or just like it's it's kind of like hell is being brought into their world. And they are playing with like weird, like spatial things a lot. Um, Yeah. Very cool. Good poster as well. Good poster. Yeah, I really I I thought it was like a good horror movie just Mm -hmm. from like whenever I heard the title mentioned. Yeah, I thought it it was like maybe pretentious or something. And it's not at all. It's like just a rip roaring good time. (laughs) That's what I like. So no Ari Aster involved in this movie. No, 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 no. Okay. Very good. Very good. Okay. And what made you pick that one? I just watched Run, which I guess is another one. Um, And I was in kind of like a horror movie vibe. Um, Run was super fun. I, on this very podcast, I, um, I, I demonized it. I said, another Munchausen's by proxy movie. Really? It's directed by Munchausen's. (laughs) And then I was made to feel like an idiot. Yes. Um, But I read a really, really charming uh, maybe charming isn't the right word. A very nice review Endearing. of it by the famous Letterbox Lucy. By Lucy. We Letterbox love Lucy. Lucy. Lucy's saw reviews are what get <laughs> yes. me through life. Yes, <laughs> especially They're the really saw wonderful. six one is. Fantastic. Yes, the saw six one is really good. <laughs> I'm so happy that she also likes the saw movies. That yes, was fun. Who um, doesn't? Huh. Who doesn't like the song? So many people. (laughs) Idiots. But anyway, yeah, so she wrote a really wonderful review about about the movie in general and like more specifically about how. So it centers around a person who is in a wheelchair and Lucy um, has a disability that forces her to also be in a wheelchair. And she was just talking about how incredible it was that they actually got an actor um, who also had some sort of physical disability where she is at least used to being in a wheelchair. I'm not, I don't know enough about the specifics, but how much that impacts the movie in terms of like just seeing someone who's so adept and like you, it really, it it so enhances like the feeling of like, um, the whole movie is about like trying to get out of a confined space and like all of those additional challenges when you are, uh, in a wheelchair and like what the perils of like, I mean, Lucy just puts it so well in the review of like what a staircase means when you're right. in a wheelchair. And like, there's a wonderful scene where the main character is on the f- a corded telephone and she has to keep going back and forth to the window to see if her mom, who's Ooh. the person like poisoning her is um, outside in the yard still or not. Um yeah, so I decided to give the movie a go, and I, I, it was like pretty darn good. Um, super, super well made. Like, yeah, the plot goes kind of exactly how you think it's gonna go, and yeah. I think it's kind of a shame that they were so revealing about it in the marketing. Um, mm. Like, you really, I guess, you kind of figure out what's going on pretty early on into the movie, even if that hadn't been the case. But I think it just would have been a little bit more fun to not know that yeah. this is about Sarah Paulson poisoning this poor girl. Um, 
and super tense the entire time. And like, okay. yeah, I I had a nice time. I would recommend it if that's something you're looking for. So yeah, very similar vibes to As Above, So Below, where it's just like an unpretentious, good time, scary movie sort of thing. Yeah, I really feel like horror movies, um, in addition to becoming the only movies that exist anymore, are kind of like <laughs> splitting along a line where there's like fun and then there's not fun horror movies. I, I feel like, like there's three because there's okay. like the James Wan uh, silly. No, I mean, there's so many variations, but there's like the horror movies that a lot of people like a lot, um, but aren't theoretically taking themselves too seriously. Then there's like okay. well-made yeah. horror movies that aren't also taking themselves too seriously. And then there's prestige horror. You right. know what I mean? Sure. Like, Run is not in the same category as Insidious, I don't think. No, but where does Get Out fit into this paradigm? That's prestige horror. But it's fun. Yeah, I would say mm. there's got to be other prestige. I guess more often prestige horror is, like, incredibly depressing. Harrowing. But, sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're off. Eight-year-old boy getting to see Midsummer for the first time. Oh, God, with mommy. With mommy. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. Have you seen any non-horror films, Car? Well, we lately? both watched Seasons Beatings. Yeah, should we talk about Seasons <laughs> Beatings? I can't uh, divorce that in my mind from that name. Yeah, uh, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you hadn't done this to me. Happiest Season is the movie we're talking about. Yes, 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 of course. Which uh, created the scenario where I could not figure out how to watch this movie because not only was I looking for the wrong movie title, I was looking (laughs) on the wrong service. But uh, no, Happiest Season is available on Hulu today. Yes, it is. As was Run. Hulu's really having a moment. Nice. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, This is all working out very well for the most part where, yeah, you can just go like watch cool new movies that are out yeah that's as part great. of the subscription yeah that's what that's like the dream i want that yeah and then you have tenet just kind of hanging in the rafters waiting to strike on december 15th december 15th <laughs> what a lightning bolt date uh, <laughs> our happiest season yes i had a really nice time with happiest season okay um I went in with pretty high expectations because I had heard good things, um, like good reviews, and it like it kind of was exactly what I was anticipating. Yes. Um, maybe a little bit more, not edgy, but like, it, uh, I don't think this is like for ten year olds. You know what I mean? Mm. It feels like it's yeah. for like fourteen year olds plus. There, yeah, I guess so. I mean. There's some swearing, but it's not very explicit otherwise, I would say. No, I it just, like, it felt... I think maybe the writing and the jokes are just more, like, for adults sometimes. Like, in the sure. first, like, five minutes of the movie, you see a BDSM reindeer. Yeah, that's kind of... It's claws. It's like, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. This is the vibe, <laughs> yes. I said. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was super charmed by it. I I think along with like every other person who's talking about this on the internet is dismayed by the fact that K Stu ends up with crappy girlfriend. Um yes. but you sure. knew that was gonna happen because sure. it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. This is like the very 
I thought this movie was okay. This is like the the best possible scenario, I think, of what we talked about or what you had explained when um what was the Kaufman movie we watched? I'm thinking I'm of thinking ending of things, things, yeah. Where it's like when you get in early on Letterboxd, it's only the crowd on there. Mm, this is mm-hmm. the exact people I want to be hearing from regarding this movie in like the first couple days it came out. Where they're just like five stars. We love you, Case, too. And it's just like, yes. I, don't know. I was like, yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just so nice. Like, and then, like, very quickly, yeah, you get this is by Super no means a perfect sucia. movie. Yeah. Like, it's not, I don't know. It's not, I would say it's not doing anything crazy, but it kind of is in a way. But it's, yeah. it's just not a perfect movie. It's like a charming, yeah. well made Christmas movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that I thought was like pretty emotionally affecting, like the scene with Dan Levy and K. Stu outside, like when everything is going wrong was like very moving to me. Um, okay. so I think they hit home and then I got a lot of good laughs, especially from Jane. Jane really tickled me. <laughs> I wasn't feeling Jane so Really? Much. I love Jane. She's like that character, you know, she's like comic relief character who's like, what? Yeah, I was thinking about that, though, like, because I feel like the two comparisons I can think of are, like, uh, Zach Galifianakis in The Mm -hmm. Hangover Mm -hmm. sort of thing, or, like, a Melissa McCarthy in Bridesmaids. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this one just felt a little bit different because they're not... Jane's not a total maniac. Jane is just a little bit weird, and that's okay. She's much more genuine than either of those two characters. Yes, which is what I really liked. Like, yeah, yeah, that was another moment. Like, when they ruined her painting, it's actually like... She's like, like, why did you do this? (laughs) Yeah, it's really upsetting. This is such a movie thing to do. Why would you do this? (laughs) Yes. Um, No, I mean, yeah, you know exactly where this is going the moment you start the movie, but it's got like holiday movie vibes that are good yeah i was actually kind of tense through a lot of it uh it's not i don't know there's like this this tension between her i guess part of it is just i could never do this because i can't lie to people in this way yeah they make a point of case do not being able to do it either so i was just waiting for the whole movie for her to say like something wrong and then like oh (sighs) yeah it's also, they do a really good job of showing how absolutely terrible of a time Case 2 is having. Yes. Definitely. Like, her, the Mackenzie Davis's family is so awful to her yes. the entire way through. And Mackenzie Davis is so awful to her the entire way through. And it's just like, <laughs> I, I can't believe that this character is just like putting up with it this much. It's so crazy. Five foot eleven, Mackenzie Davis. Um, okay. <laughs> the mom is perfect, I think, though, in that role yes. as that yeah. person. I think overall, great cat. Allison Brie was like born to play the type A. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. very, very good. And Aubrey Plaza. I mean, we all love Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> what more do you need to say? She's really great in this, <laughs> and like, it, it's fun to see her also just kind of be like a normal person. I feel like yeah. she's often cast into like very specific roles, which I love her in. But nice to see her uh, just kind of on a normal wavelength. I agree. Cool, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I just, I yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's yeah. like a holiday movie. I don't know. Yeah, those are my thoughts on it. Yeah, one last thought. I thought yes. Case Two did a really good job. 
Like yeah, always, dude. I mean, she always does, but I think her exact like she has this kind of facial not ticks, but like she has facial expressions that are really recognizable throughout her filmography, and I think they just work really well here. Like when she's dismayed by things. That is constant car. That is her that's yes. just her face. She's just <laughs> always true. dismayed. It's true. Yeah. Good hairstyling on her too, whoever was doing that. Yeah. The all of the like bobby pins mm-hmm. were very mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Very punk rock. Punk rock. She's a punk rock. <laughs> okay. No. Speaking of punk rock car. <laughs> okay. Should we talk about Portrait of a Lady on Fire real quick? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, I wasn't a big fan. I don't know. Car, I'm sorry. It was kind of pretentious. Of course. Okay. It's a French love story. Okay, I'm just trying to. Okay, we're just, we're just setting the table. We're just uh, okay, putting the I'll bring it down. I'll bring it plates. down. Um, this is not you attacking me. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. This is me just yeah. ripping this movie to shreds that I hate. Okay. Uh, there are other movies I watched this week that I really dislike a lot more than Portrait of a Lady on Fire. So okay. I don't want to frame it that way because I think it's fine for what it is. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't wowed by it. Like you and Michael both seem to like absolutely adore Portrait of a Lady on Fire. I thought it was like a well shot movie that doesn't like it. I was not invested in it at all, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Um, I guess, like, when I think of portrayals of love in movies, like, this one completely swept me away. Like, this just, it it feels so, like, otherworldly, kind of. Um, I think a lot of it is because, like, it's so isolated, it's in a different era. Um, but it just... It's one of the most romantic things I've ever seen. Aww. I don't know. And I think that's because, like, a lot of the things that make it pretentious, I think, are also contributing to that. Like, just it being a French movie is, like, the first <laughs> thing, right? And <laughs> Thank <laughs> and you for doing that. it's about a painter. Like, yeah. it's, yeah, it's just so... Yeah. It's so, like, <laughs> warm and, like, striking and, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I mean, framed as this painter lady, you know, reminiscing on this love she had. Like, it yeah. makes sense that they say silly things all the time. And, you know. Yeah. Do you think all lovers feel like they're inventing something? Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. It's like, okay, sure. French movie. Got it. Yep. Yeah. But it's just like the perfect version of that, you know? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that really kind of rubbed me the wrong way was all the, uh, I don't know the names, I'm sorry, but just the, you know, the the myth, the Greek myth. Oh, word. I love the myth stuff. Why like, didn't I you like it? it? I get it. Because they talk <laughs> okay. about it. Like, they sit down and talk about it, and then it, like, happens, and then they talk about it, and then it happens, and I get it. It's like, okay, I get it. <laughs> the thing is happening that they were talking about. What the fuck? Uh, that's one of my favorite scenes in the movie is when they're excitedly reading the passage. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That doesn't That's, happen. <laughs> yeah. And just like, I think just like characters having that type of conversation is really exciting. Like it's just yeah. three people talking about a story they like a lot. It's so yeah. nice. And like it gets into their perspectives on love and like they each are coming from such different places on it and different maturity levels. And yeah. yeah. 
Very cool. Totally. It's like a podcast before podcasts. Oh, oh God. Oh, um, it's ruined for me. <laughs> the, uh, all the painting scenes were really nice to watch. Yeah. Yeah, they were nice. Mm. Very satisfying. I like when she smudged the face and it looked really cool, but they never showed mm-hmm. you what it looked like. But I wanted to see what it looked like because I bet it looked cool. <sighs> yeah. And like even the the mom was like a really cool character. Like all the characters were fine. Like I thought they were all cool in their own way. Yeah, I I agree. I really, really like the mom. I love the conversation that um, her and uh, I forget the character's name, but the painter have where they make just like the little joke about the next woman that she's supposed to paint is ugly. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, <laughs> <It's just> like <laughs> belly laughing about it. Yes. <laughs> okay, lady. Oh, that really got me. Yeah. Um, what did you think about the abortion uh, plot line? Well, it's the only movie about abortion I've watched this week. So <laughs> yeah, 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 um, that's a through line. It was really, I like how candid this movie was about it. Where it's just yeah. like these women, they're just like, "Yep, let's do this." <laughs> like, yeah. I, it's not like a, there's no moral element to it. There's no message really to it it just seems like something that's happening within the context of this thing that's happening over the course of these days type of thing right yeah so i like that about it yeah i like that a lot too i think it's just cool to like you totally could have made this movie without it and it would have been fine but yeah what a it's cool that it's like it allows them to there's other stuff going on in the world, essentially, other yeah. than like their love story. You know what right. I mean? And I think right. it's number one cool to just like have another element in there. Also, like I love the friendship that they develop together. And then I also Aww. think like I didn't and don't know anything about what abortions were like <laughs> at that time. So it was just kind of interesting to see uh theoretically how that would have played out. Yeah, there's some uh, interesting techniques they had. Yeah. Then. Like Exciting. when she's hanging from the whatever she's hanging Yes, from, and, and then she just with. like passes out. Is that? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So portrait of I don't know. Like I, I still recommend it, I guess. Or I, I didn't have a bad time with it. It just uh, never hit me. Yeah. Really. So. Even can you do? the singing by the fire. Oh my god! Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. That's just, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I'm supposed to feel. I don't know what human emotion is supposed to be happening. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm glad you watched it. Oh, you know, it's, I don't know. The like. I feel like I've been saying this a lot lately, but that was another one of those of like wow movies are. Wonderful. Oh, <clears throat> speaking of which, can I uh, throw another one at you? Yes. Never, sometimes, always, nope. forever. No, <laughs> no, never, rarely, sometimes, always. Yes, that's it. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing movie. I thought. Mm-hmm. Incredible movie. Yeah, really incredible. This like hit me in all the ways I was waiting for Portrait of a Lady on Fire to hit me. And it never hmm. really did. But this one was just like, pow, pow. Yeah. It shot me, Car, this movie. Uh, extremely uncomfortable for a lot of this movie. 
in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, the way this movie is shot, I think, is one of the most amazing. Just it felt so real the way mm-hmm. this was shot. And it's not shot in a traditional way. I feel like it's shot in a very uh, like cinema verite style. Right. It's very cool. <clears throat> um, and just the journey that these two girls go on is like, whoa. Yeah. Harrowing. Yeah, it's such a smart and effective framing device to really have it be like it's a mission movie. Like it's yeah, not a road trip. I mean, there is a political mission, but it's like they are having to go through obstacle after obstacle after obstacle, and it's like it's just too much. Like too much for two young girls to have to go through. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, just the idea of being in New York City, having no money. And nowhere to be, and you just have to survive overnight somehow. Yeah. And they're just like wandering around it. And that was yeah, even, like, like when they're in the part. Port Authority bus station, and it's just like, I like I've been not in that exact place, but like in places like that, and it just I can't imagine. I can't yeah. imagine yeah. <laughs> on top of everything else they're dealing with. Yeah. And like, there's this part where someone offers her a place to stay, and she says no, and I was so frustrated by it, but I also understood why in that moment the character would say that. And I just felt like that was like fantastic storytelling or filmmaking in that moment. I don't know. Love. I completely, that moment super stuck out to me as well. I was going to mention it if you didn't like, I, I don't, that just feels like a very accurate yeah. choice for a character and specifically this like teenage girl like that's just yeah you're afraid of asking for help and you don't know how to accept like the idea of it it somehow feels worse to accept that than to run out of money completely totally yeah oh man yeah and all the stuff at with her home and Mm -hmm. how she's dealing with this situation before she goes to get help and how bad the help is the first time she goes to get help. And just on and on this movie. Whoa. And the moment when you realize later in the movie how bad the help she got was. Yeah. Like, Yikes. that they're lying to her. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I yeah. was. I mean, you already know it's bad. Like, literally everything bad is happening. And yeah. that was just, like, an incredible blow. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. And then the the title drop sequence in this movie is just, I mean, I when we talk about end of year stuff, I'm going to be talking about that sequence, and I'm going to be yeah. talking about that actor in that category because, dang. And the woman who plays the nurse or whatever, yeah, like the. Her voice, I can, like, hear it so clearly. When she's yeah. asking the questions, it's so, like, experienced and, like, comforting. And, yeah. oh, yeah. my God. That yeah. I I thought that was really interesting how there was no animosity or pressure or negativity coming from the people she talked to. And there was still all this tension in this movie and all this, you know, conflict and anguish going on yeah even when she's being she's she went to get help and she's receiving the help she wanted but there's still all this all these obstacles and all this stuff oh 
And it's just so like, okay, so she, like, mission achieved at the end. Yeah. But like, her life is in shambles. Like, <laughs> yeah. and she's what, like, 16 or something? Like, yeah. it's just, oh my God. Like, this, yeah, I, each time I think about this movie, I get like, it's so emotionally affecting. Like, yeah. it, it's just so incredibly unfair and unjust. And it's like, this is just happening all of the time to yeah. people all of the time. And like, this isn't even, this is a really bad scenario, but there's worse scenarios. And like, oh my God, it's so, <laughs> yeah. And then there's like a, just enough moments of sweetness in there. Like yeah. the relationship with her cousin is so nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so great. glad they have each other. Oh my yeah. God. When they yeah. have their little fight and then she just oh. does her makeup for her and they don't even yeah. say anything about it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. A really accurate depiction of how terrible retail is for like a teenage mm-hmm. girl, which is like terrifying. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Fantastic movie. Sharon Van Etten. Hmm. <laughs> you know, Car, sometimes you just don't have to say the final thing. And I can <laughs> oh, be God. better about it. <laughs> uh, what else yeah. is going on? Speaking of Saw 6. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'll be real with you, Car. I was okay. uh, dealing with, like, stress about moving and stuff while i was Mm -hmm. trying to watch this movie so i didn't have a great time but it was mostly due to outside factors so i don't know if you would have had a great time yeah either way okay so yeah because it's about insurance (laughs) it is about insurance saw six is the sixth sauce it's really about insurance like the entire (laughs) movie is about insurance it's like they yeah it doesn't feel like a saw movie it feels like a (laughs) Made for TV special about insurance or something <laughs> by the Saw people. It's yeah. craziness. Very strange. John Kramer needs help. Yeah. Or needed help. Well, he's dead theoretically, yeah. kind of. Why is he dead for three movies, but he's still doing everything, you know? Because <laughs> Saw is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, the puppet sounds like him still. Like, he set this all um, up? No, actually, when you take the algorithm and you do it backwards, <laughs> then you'll realize that it's the guy who looks like the other guy's voice, actually. Right, 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 right. There were parts when I got them mixed up in this movie, even though he's not even in this movie that much. The other guy, <laughs> he's dead. You know what's really fun is how, okay, so there's these two characters that look exactly the same. They did it again with the two blonde ladies. Yes. Come on. Yes. <laughs> no. Yes. You can get actors that look different from each other to play different parts. <laughs> I don't even know who the other blonde lady was. She was a reporter, right? Reporter and the insurance guy's sister. We find out at the end. Uh, I. Th- oh, okay. Sure. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Did this hit any of the saw pleasure buttons for you, Car? I thought some good traps. Yeah. Yeah, I the beginning so. one is one of the like top three that stick out in my mind. Yeah, you had mentioned time. it before, and yes. it lived up to being a pretty cool idea. Very funny when. So the premise is uh, whoever chops off more of their body, like in terms of weight, gets to live. That's it's awesome. these two people, and it's like this uh, skinny lady and this 
a heavier dude. Yeah. And he starts chopping off his stomach. Yes. And there's a shot where this skinny lady yeah, lifts yeah, yeah, yeah. her shirt and looks and she's like, oh. She's like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> like she good. had to look at her own stomach to know what it looks like. It's <laughs> very funny. It's great when she picks up the cleaver, though. She's like, this ain't working. Why wouldn't she just pick up the cleaver at the beginning? She's taking this you like. You haven't been in this situation. You don't know what it's like. She also, like, chooses three different spots to cut. Like, just go. If you're going to lose the hand, you're going to lose the hand. So just, you know. Hit the shoulder. Hit the shoulder. Oh, God. (laughs) Um, They. Why? Why is every saw trap now somebody deciding someone else's fate? (sighs) Because otherwise it's just the chopping and the. The chopping and the slicing. <laughs> I don't know. The they body. need dramatic tension, right? I guess so. It just seems like they yeah. took what saw three, and they've just been doing that since then. Where it's like, this is someone from your past, and you choose if they live or die. Help them. Yeah, it's making people into murderers, which is like yeah. probably not <laughs> the point. No, that wasn't how it started. <laughs> no, it was like save yourself. I want to play a game. Yeah, and now it's like, yeah. Before you are seven people and you have to kill four of them. And it's like, okay, whatever. I do think the spinny trap was very good. Yes. Yeah. Great visual on that. Mm -hmm. Great setup. Yeah. It's all just, but there's a lot, there's also a lot of like, stick your hand into the machine and it will drill (laughs) through your hand. (laughs) It's like every other trap now. It's like, all right. Yeah. There is a lot of hand violence. I wonder if that's like, you know, something that people react to strongly is like hand violence you know i think it like i mean it's i certainly just there's so many bones in there you know yeah you use it all the time you don't want to lose your hand i also think it allows them to it's just like a non-fatal injury that's easy to show yes so like he can have his hand hand stabbed a bunch of times and (laughs) then he can keep going yeah totally yeah and then like i but like as a movie i don't know like there's a lot of <laughs> wasted time in this movie where it's like okay which is crazy because it's only an hour and a half but it could be like 20 minutes yeah. yeah yeah like there's the detective and like nothing is happening there nope as far as i can tell and then it's just like john talking to the insurance guy for 20 minutes <laughs> <laughs> they show the great. same clip of them at the party talking about the yeah. equation like 40 times i think yeah they keep now we're just flashing back to within the same movie yes it's just like okay whatever and like do we really need what's her face to have been there when the baby died like what are we doing my favorite part with that is um so there's like the conversation that john and uh his wife are having that's a flashback and it's John trying to convince his wife that his method works. Right. And then it pans over and they realize that Amanda's there. So this woman has been standing in this room the entire time. And oh, yeah. the wife just know. doesn't notice until that moment. That's exactly insane. What you're about, yeah. yeah. But I have someone to show you. <laughs> She's standing like five feet away from Come on out, honey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <God. laughs> I don't know, Karen. I don't know either. I did really, really love um, the idea that, like, okay, so the detective guy who's killed at the end of the last one 
is missing forever, so he can just keep using his frozen hand yeah. to yeah, put yeah, thumbprints yeah. everywhere. Fingerprints uh, everywhere. Perfect. He's walking around with a hand. <laughs> it is great because that detective, the evil detective, uh, just looks like he could not care less or doesn't want to be involved in any of this. And it's great because yes. he's yeah. just like, mm. He's very surly. He he's very surly, and the whole movie is people being like, "We found a fingerprint that seems kind of suspicious." <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and he really doesn't like uh, he. His character is nervous, but he doesn't seem nervous. No, he's not acting nervous. Because John Kramer wouldn't be nervous, I guess. So sure. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> But we're uh, we're past the point of no return on this car. We got Saw 3D and then Jigsaw and we're done. This is really interesting because I thought this was the last one that I'd seen before. Oh, apparently not, because there's still a trap that I'm thinking of that we haven't seen. (laughs) So 3D, perhaps. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I wonder if there's any way to watch Saw 3D and 3D at this moment. I wish. Oh. Can you imagine? Blue and red glasses or something. I wish. Oh. Um, any other Sussex thoughts, Kai? Um, bum, 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 bum. Um, yeah, the steam <coughs> thing was pretty funny. Like when. <laughs> yeah. It's just so maze, none honey. of it makes any sense. You got to get through the maze. Yeah. And it's that thing that we were kind of talking about in like, I don't know, whatever Saw movie Saw where two. there was the trap where. Um, it's like someone had to pull the trigger to the gun and like by yeah, in order to save someone and they're just standing right in front of it. Yeah. And it's like you could just move your body and then pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. Very similar here with the steam where he he's is like, ha- he's just putting his face in front just, of where the steam is coming out. And he seems no worse for wear after that scene. He's just like <laughs> yes. Oh, that sucked. <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty good. I also really like the lady coming at him with the chainsaw. I thought that was yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Chainsaws are always fun, Carly. Was it a chainsaw, actually? It might have just been a table saw sort of thing. Don't recall. Don't know. She, like, explodes or something stupid, though, right? How's that end? She oh, like I don't know what the contraption was. It looked like a, like, spear went through her head. I don't know. Well, that'll know. happen, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of spears through heads, Carly, we both watched hmm. When Harry Met Sally. We did. Loved when Harry met Sally. What did you actually think about it? I was curious what your reaction was going to be. I thought it was extremely enjoyable. It was extremely enjoyable. I quite agree. I have no issues with it. I thought it was an extremely good movie. <laughs> I, don't know. I have some issues with it. Okay. Um, you can't get away with trying to make Billy Crystal look like a 22-year-old. <laughs> no. He's kind of hot, though, in his own way, I would say. Car. He's much more attractive when they get him into like the adult clothes and he's not yes. like the worst person alive. Like him right. in the first scene, couple of scenes, he's like the worst person alive. But he has character growth. Yes. And that's one of my favorite things about it is it feels like a really accurate portrayal of what it's like to just like grow up, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like he's this cynical, icky, thinks he knows everything sort of guy as a 22 year old, which is a very real state of being that a lot of people have and then he just like he grows up and he becomes more pleasant and nice and caring yeah yeah there's a lot of good uh time jumps in this movie Mm -hmm. which i started losing track of towards the end of the movie but 
He's like, oh, he's older now. Okay, got it. Yeah. Um, really great mustaches in this movie. Uh, yep. Great clothes. Like, yeah. I, that's such like a thing to say about this movie now. But like, oh my god, True. all of the clothes, <laughs> the sweaters, the jeans, the pants. There's that one scene where they're walking through Central Park or whatever, whatever, and uh, Meg Ryan has on this ridiculous outfit. You know what I'm talking about? Where she's got like a cowboy hat on or something and she's got like big baggy pants. And <laughs> yes. Like a, yeah. yeah. I was like, all right. I think it's it's just everything is such a nice mood, including yeah. the clothes, where it's just like. It's just autumn all the it's time. It's always autumn. Yeah. Yeah. There's a chill in the air. The wind is rustling the leaves. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and they're fighting. Of course. Uh, why? Who's that guy on Letterboxd who always. Talks about where he watched a movie. Oh, Sean Baker. Sean Baker is completely right. We have the technology to shoot movies like this. Why aren't we? What do you mean? This movie looks so good. Oh, yes. You're right. Yeah. And I assume most of it is just because it's shot on film. Yeah. We can still shoot on film. We didn't lose the technology. It's not like they threw them away. We could still do this. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not (laughs) arguing with you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Why are we doing this? I don't know. I think part of it is this. A lot of this seems to take place in real places. Like there's yeah. a lot of outdoor scenes. Oh my God. <clears throat> speaking of Jesus Christ. I like, you know, there's like moments of uh, <laughs> yeah. FOMO, I guess. Sure. Living in the year of our Lord, 2020 COVID times. Oh, okay. Yeah. People that you feel when you're watching a movie where people are like socializing. But the yeah. moment when it's uh, Meg Ryan, Carrie Fisher and other lady having like a brunch yeah. in a park. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, that's what heaven is. Put I think. What are, and they're just like gabbing about the guys. Yeah. And, like, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, that's uh, fun. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah. what I was saying, I think, was that I just feel like they don't, yeah, movies like this feel like they're all just made on crappy sets now. Sure, yeah. They like have a sheen to them now. apartment yeah, 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 yeah. Where it's like, okay, they could shoot that on film, but it wouldn't matter because, like, it yeah. already looks stupid. Okay. There's, like, a lived-in quality to it. Is that what you mean? Totally. When Harry Matt's um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like just they shoot outdoors. And like I yeah. feel like rom coms don't do that often. Yeah, they just like block off a, a block of street and then they just shoot it there and then they're done. Yeah, and it's always just everything feels super, super artificial, basically. Yeah. Whereas yeah. this has like that winter shot where it's just like people in winter and it's just like, okay, sure. There's yeah. a movie happening here. I like this. Billy Crystal. Right. Frantically running through the streets to get to the New Year's Eve that party. Was good. That was yeah, good. it was good. That's also like the rom com ending, but I guess maybe this did it before some of the other examples I'm thinking of of that exact ending. Yeah, but, right. Uh, I like him calling the kid a little prick or whatever he does. I was like, yes, stupid <laughs> yes. little cretin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I really like that. <laughs> um, yeah, Billy Crystal's pretty charming when you. And Meg Ryan, but I guess we have this like bias against Billy Crystal where he's the Oscar host or something. But yeah, I have such a bias against him for that exact reason because yeah. I just don't want him to host Oscars anymore. Sure. Um, but yeah, he was great. And like, I, I, they together, 
I feel like really great chemistry and I really, really wanted them to get together. And then that's what you want, you know? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. What what's a, your, what? like, what? what's your general perspective on rom-coms? I like rom-coms. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I really like uh, freaking uh, Notting Hill. Still haven't seen. Oh, I love Notting Hill. No, I, <laughs> like name some rom coms and I'll give you the eh or the. Eh. I don't know. I guess like so. That's the issue for me. Is like for such a long time, I really didn't like them, and now I'm just starting to dig into the archives. You know. Yeah. yeah. I like this is like my uh, close to my ideal. I think where it's very mm-hmm. dialogue, like snappy dialogue focused with great setting and use of setting. Um, when you start getting schlockier, I'm like, uh, and this is pretty schlocky mm-hmm. all in all, but it has a wit to it that I can get behind. Yeah. I think that's like the Nora Ephron touch sure. is what I'm made to believe. I guess like have, how much have you gone into the Nancy Myers? Uh, <laughs> Excuse me. Library? The Myers verse. I don't yes, know. Yes, the Myers verse. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? The MCU. <laughs> Kill me. What does that mean, Car? Uh that's like um what's the big one? With Nicholson and mm. Keaton? Some <laughs> something's gotta give, is that it? I haven't seen. That was a big one. Mm. Um the intern was the most recent mm-hmm. one with our girl Anne mm. and our guy Bobby De Niro. Um mm. oh she was um Come on, you know, the uh, parent parent trap. It's not a rom-com, though. Uh, it kind of is. Uh, anyways, she's just like, I feel like she's one of the main and like maybe most well-respected rom-com directors of all time. I'll take your word for it, Car. I don't know anything that you're talking yeah. about. I might dive in more on those in your the future. MCU. Okay. I'm also at some point. <laughs> also, at some point, I'm going to request that we watch 13 going on 30, which is... Maybe my favorite. Okay. Know. Okay. What's the one with uh, Heath Ledger where he's like a uh, guy? 10 Things I Hate About You. And what did you just say? 13 going on 30. They did this deliberately. But, uh, <laughs> well, there's another tenor also. What is it? Um, oh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Yes. Yeah. I think <laughs> until this moment, I thought that was the exact same movie as the one you I just said. Oh, no. Which I have seen. <laughs> I have seen How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. I've not seen 10 Things I Hate About You. It was fine. Yeah. Lots of ska. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> yep. Um, okay. Yeah. Have you seen any rom-coms recently, Car, that you'd like to talk about? Oh, good cue, brother. Hit me. I feel like I did watch one. Oh. It's not as good a cue if you don't have an answer. Right? Yeah, I might not. <laughs> so not a good cue at all it turns out um i just don't want to uh uh monopolize the next hour and a half because i still have like six movies to talk about um okay let me see if there's one more i can throw in there okay. on my end well we did watch happiest season that was a rom-com sure romantic and comedy uh more one than the other but sure yeah okay. <laughs> um it wasn't very romantic either to be honest <laughs> no it really wasn't 
Um, <laughs> I feel like that's one of the main complaints I've been seeing. It's like, just give a little bit more uh, Mackenzie Davis case two backstory so we understand why in the world case two would endure the hell of that holiday. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, totally. Oh, I actually did watch another rom-com. Huh. The Lovebirds. Uh, oh. Yeah, How it was fine. Can, yeah. Which um, one is that? That's the Stuber guy, the guy from Stuber. <laughs> I don't think that's the most charitable reference point for him. But <laughs> Am I wrong? Okay. Kumail, he's from The Big Sick. I feel like yeah, that's and the Stuber. better. Yeah, okay. In the Portlandia <laughs> cell phone store skit. Yeah, sure. Um, and Issa Rae. Um, it was <laughs> fine. You don't have to be nice to a car. We don't know. No, because it, it wasn't bad at all. It was yeah. just like... <clears throat> have you seen date night nope no is it called game night game Holiday. night game date no 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 uh no i have not seen game night no it these two remind me a lot of each other where it's like a very high concept thing in game night it's um jason bateman and rachel mcadams are a highly competitive couple that hosts a game night and things get real that sounds all right <laughs> shit it's a fan <laughs> okay i actually say? really like that movie Aww. um it like it does a really good job of like it, it like the um the stakes are really high where it's like people are actually being murdered and stuff and it feels like really um they do a really good job of balancing the comedy. Jesse Plemons, our favorite oh, from I'm Thinking of Jesse Ending Things, Plemons. is hilarious in it. Like, I would watch that movie a million times over just to see his performance in it. Oh. Um, anyways, um, <laughs> this is. Uh, Can you say the Kumail, name one This of one this is movie. The Lovebirds. Okay, thank you. Um, this is a couple that are like mid breakup when they hit a person with their car. Okay. Um, and the person doesn't die, but a bad guy comes in and like essentially like hijacks the car and kills the man that they originally hit. Oh my God. Um, so they're like being framed sort of, okay. uh, and in order to unframe themselves, they like go on this crazy night of hijinks. Um, oh, that's like, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It okay. was. <laughs> yeah. It was all right. Is it was all right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good performances, especially by Issa Rae. I thought she was very, very charming. I haven't seen what's her show, Insecure. Um, huh. So I'm not like super familiar with her, but yeah, I thought she was very good. Nice. That, okay. <laughs> I can't tell if you're like waiting for me to ask you something. I don't know. I, I don't really okay. have a ton to say about it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to be sure. <laughs> I didn't know if you had like this big thing prepared for. No, not at words. all. Okay. I really wasn't planning on even talking about it, but here okay. we go. Okay. Ah, watch it if you want. How about that? <laughs> Thanks, Car. Yeah. Speaking of things I watched because I wanted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Um. I'll do this pretty rapid fire car. That's fine. Okay. Uh, over the moon. Not so good. Yeah. Not so <laughs> good. I don't think I knew this was a movie. Yeah. It, uh, the, the, the dark side of the thing I was celebrating earlier is that movies just come to these services and you just don't know unless you know. Yeah. Like over the moon, which is an animated film about a girl who goes to the moon and it has no redeeming qualities whatsoever. Really? 
premise sounds kind of cute. Girl goes to moon. Well, her mom dies. Of course. In the first five minutes. And then she's like, no, my mom is on the moon. I feel like it's well (laughs) documented territory, but like. Why are parents dying such a big thing in kids' movies? Like, certainly know. that happens, but not at this rate. Not, no, no, there would be no moms left. Right, exactly. Um, I don't know. It's a really easy way to... Is it? I don't know if it is. Even. No, I think it's just an emotional trap, and it like yeah. kind of frustrates me. I wasn't very emotional over this movie. Oh, you must have no soul. Did you see that the mom died and she's on the moon? She's on the moon. Is that the name of the movie? <laughs> she's on the moon, too. Yeah. Um, when she gets to the moon, the art style shifts and it becomes both very bad, but also kind of wild in the way that it looks. It's a lot of like very. It almost looks like the hotline bling video or something there's just a lot of like it's just like flat coloring like really bright flat coloring everywhere um and there's a lot of music and a lot of it is very bad Hmm. very bad uh that's over the moon Hmm. on netflix so you would not recommend no no not good just boring yeah that's a like boring and also just like um uh, what's the word? I, like, it doesn't make sense. Oh, what what word am I trying to think of? The coffee's not working anymore. The coffee's <laughs> cold. Like the plot doesn't make sense. Yes. Hmm. Nonsensical. Nonsensical. Thank you, Carly. Oh. Yes, it was very nonsensical. Things just keep happening, and none of it makes any sense. Except that it's based on Chinese mythology. So maybe if you understand that, this makes more sense. But I don't know. Hmm. Also, she's Chinese, hmm. but she seems to enjoy it. Enjoy what? Chinese. I mean, okay. Uh, Boys Tate. Boys Tate. Boys Tate was great. <laughs> yeah, Boys Tate is great. Um, going back to what we talked about when you watched it, it's immediately obvious that this is a fabrication. In a sense. This is not, uh, they put a camera down and recorded everything that happened. This was them telling a story right. via movie making, via this event that's happening. But right. I didn't mind at all, I guess. Yeah, I mean, and I think I mentioned this when I watched it, but like, you really do get the sense that even if the cameras weren't there, yeah, it would still be the drama would be high. Like, <laughs> yeah, totally. They are. They these boys love this drama. Yes, they live for for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, So to amplify that via cameras, I'm fine with that. Yeah, because then you just get to see society burning in front of you as they go through the motions of politics as they understand it. Right. Which is not too far off from how it actually is, which is the scary thing. Uh, Yeah. Yes, great, 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 great. I hated that one guy. Wow. What? There's like five different the guys to really evil hate. Renee. The Renee. Oh uh, yes, yes, yes. Wait, no, not Renee. 
the evil Renee, though, the the other team's oh, Renee. Oh, okay. The guy who has like the Reagan bobblehead or whatever. Sure. <laughs> it's like, bro, I'm just going to be honest with you. We really need to get a great speech going. I heard there was turmoil in the other camp. It's like, oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, it's really, really awful. And then I love, I love the one guy, the kind of dopey guy who's mm-hmm. running against Steven. And he kind of, you can tell he has like a conscious in there somewhere where he's just kind of, he's deliberately playing along with how terrible politics are, which is not a, a heroic trait, but I enjoyed his his path through this movie. But I love when he uh, mixes up Steven's last name on purpose mm-hmm. and it doesn't even matter. And it's just this stupid little moment that happens on purpose. And I loved that that's where that all went, that arc. It's great. I didn't think that he messed it up on purpose. I think did he did. He? Yeah. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, his is really the only... Like, he seems to experience such a dramatic journey Yeah, in such a short amount of time. Like, yeah. he actually realizes something, and I think the other characters do too, but his might be the only positive realization. Yeah. Everyone else's is, oh, here's how I play this game well. Right. And he learns, oh, I thought this was the way to play this game, and yeah. I was wrong. And right. that's good for him to know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He comes out of this maybe a better person, but also he lost. And I think that's important to that character. Yes. Because if he won, I don't think he would have learned anything. Correct. Yeah. And I think <laughs> also, like, that's just a... I think it would have been... Almost too strange if the directors had chosen all of the right people. Right? Where, like, right, they right. they thought he was going to be one of the big ones, and then he just has to drop out, like, pretty yeah. quickly. Yeah. And that a, makes yeah. it feel more authentic, I guess. Because it's still nice to check in with him. Mm-hmm. Even after the spotlight has kind of moved on. So, really interesting yeah. movie. It is a really interesting movie. I get such a feeling of like extreme hopelessness when I think about it. Yeah, but it's it's not representative of anything really except this specific group of 1000 children. Yeah, I it just feels so like what's first the chicken or the egg thing like Yeah. These some of these boys know some stuff. Like, I think Steven knows some stuff. Yeah. And, like, clearly cares about some things. But they're all just interpreting what they know of American politics and then deciding that that's how it has to be all over again. And, like, yeah. that's the next generation. Like, what are we yeah. doing? I don't know. And, like, I, <laughs> yeah, one of the, oh, God. I, one of the, like, big letterbox <laughs> comments that you see all of the time is, like, Steven for President 2050 or something. It's yeah. like, no, like, I don't want any of these people near anything. Like, yeah. He's yeah. better, sure, but he's also so willing to just, like, drop any principles to get elected. Or not any, yeah. but some. Yeah. It's all, uh, even more than actual politics, it's all for show. Right. There's no actual politicking going on in those movies. It's so explicitly not the case, right? Where, like, yeah. the policy scene is one of the most depressing. <laughs> and so quickly devolves into whatever they end up talking about. Yeah. Ugh, God, yeah. That's so frustrating when they're trying to impeach Renee and then just keeps going on and on. Yeah. Oh, man. 
Yeah. Yeah. Voice. Hate. Yeah. It's good. It uh, is good. <laughs> really um, good, like, filmmaking. Like, I just think, yeah. like, expertly put together. I really recommend to any folks, like, seeking out interviews with the creators of it. Just, like, really interesting people and really interesting to hear about the process and, like, how intense it was to capture all of this. And, like, uh-huh. also, uh, I read one thing where they were talking about um, the growth of these boys since its release. Because, like, yeah, these are still kids. Like, they're yeah. about to be adults or maybe they are adults now. But, like, um, gosh, I wish I could think of the, the guy's name that we were talking about, the not great guy. Like, yeah. he, Ben? Sure. I think it's Ben. Um like Ben had to deal with watching this and realizing that he was making some really crappy decisions and also has to deal with the fact that like he's being exposed to a bunch of people on the internet hating him. Um, Yeah, that's fair. Sure. And that's like a weird thing to deal with as a kid. (laughs) Like he, he doesn't deserve to not be criticized. Um, But yeah, it's just an interesting journey. And apparently he's like really had to take a step back and he kind of has and do some self-examination. Yeah, I feel weird about that, though, because it's so much it's a game. It's not it's not portraying them as people. It's portraying them as teammates or, you know, athletes or something within this framework. He was playing to win, basically, is what I'm saying. He's like a reality TV star. He's like a survivor contestant or something. Yeah, but he is also like a human and he has to decide whether that's how he wants to conduct himself or not. And clearly during the making of the movie, he thought that was the right thing to do. And like, okay, maybe if tons of people who watch this movie start saying like, oh, he sucks, he's being really evil here. Yeah. Hopefully that leads one to like reflect a little bit, I guess. But you could go the other way. What do you mean? He's the hero. Oh, lean in. Like he he wins, you know, he he plays politics exactly right. He's yeah. a, a beacon, an icon. Right. Who is it who says the really good line of like, he's a great politician, but I don't know that that's a compliment. <laughs> I think that's Renee. That's yeah, like that's really I mean, that's like very I mean, it's kind of obvious, but it's also like, yeah, that's the thing that needed to be said. And it's yeah. great that they got that out of him. Absolutely. Yeah. Voice Tate. Voice Tate. Um, three more real quick, Kari, and then we can move hey, on. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, Birds of Prey. Pretty good. Yeah. Fun time. I kind of liked Suicide Squad more than the average, I think. So I wasn't super impressed by the difference or something. Hmm. You know? No, I don't know. I wasn't like, oh, thank God they got rid of all the Suicide Squad crap. Oh, I see. I was like, oh, I kind of like Suicide Squad. So I was like, oh, okay, this is like a fun action movie. I guess it didn't like blow me away. Mm -hmm. Really. It was just like fun, kind of raunchy, over the top action movie. Yeah. How did you like my guy Ewan? He was great and disturbing. Yeah, very good. That scene where he's making the girl get up on the table seemed really out of place, but really, really effective at making him seem villainous and bad. Yeah, like, uh, you're right. I completely agree that it felt really out of place, but 
because it, it just felt so real where like yeah. so much of the rest of the movie is so fantastical. Yes. It felt like a crazy person with too much power and yeah. And where that would go in yeah. that situation. Oh God. Yeah. It's upsetting. He he was great though. His uh, comedic timing was a highlight of the movie for me, I would say. Yeah, I would agree. I think he does a really good villain too. Like yeah. Uh, yeah. would love to see him do more of that. He's not just like sniveling like rich guy. He's got like this like edge to him that's yeah. enjoyable. He's okay. like they do a good job of making him very very unnerving. Like yes. a, all the last thing I would want is to be in the same room as that guy. <laughs> yeah, or his buddy, or his like second command yes. guy yes. with a knife. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ooh, the scene with the family. Uh, yeah. that was really upsetting. And I. I don't know to whose credit. I think it's to a lot of people's credit uh, that uh, Harley Quinn is not annoying. Yeah. In this movie, because she is annoying. But I think Margot does a great job. And I think the writing and the direction all keeps that from tripping over that line and just becoming like, oh, we get it. Yeah, and, like, you have to be on board with this person who, like, does objectively bad things a lot. Like, vote for is... Bernie Sanders. <laughs> yeah. <God>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I had a lot of fun when I watched it. That was a... I saw that one in theaters, and nice. I'm just, like, glad that I had one, like, real ruckus time in theaters in 2020. Nice. Bruce was yeah. there. Yes! Bruce, Bruce is, is there! Yeah, it's yeah, cute. Good, like, musical selections, I thought, were mm-hmm. fitting. Um, Huntress was a great character, I thought. Yes! <laughs> yeah, she's very good. The crossbow like killer. Yeah. Um, okay, Birds of Prey came out this year. Ah. Uh, first cow. Here we go. Ooh, Here ooh, we go. Ooh, Buckle ooh, up, ooh, buddies. I hated this movie. Wow. That is really insane to me. Because it like I would totally understand like not liking it, but I just can't. Well, like, like I mean, go off like give me the. Well, no, I I guess I just hate that I was forced to sit through it because I felt like I needed to, despite hmm. not enjoying any aspect of it. That's okay. Okay, give it to me. Well, I don't know. Well, you start off with the freaking stupid four by three cut off the edges of your movie. Okay, brother, if we go back into the archives, Mm. we will have a conversation where you either marry or smooch. Yeah. Weird. um, You know, weird. Is that right? Kill it now, Kari. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I hate that it is tied. Whoa, my audio levels are like delayed and it freaked me out there for a second, but I think we're okay. Um. I hate that it's always tied to like old timey movies because I think in some way people think that that makes sense. It doesn't oh, make I sense. I didn't take it as the case for this one. Then what's the case? I think this is just like, I, I like, um, I think when done well, it really contributes to like, focusing the eye of the person watching. And I think it works really well here. See, that's how I felt about I'm thinking of ending things. I thought it worked there because that movie was so 
it wasn't this where it just felt like an affectation. It felt like it was core to the way that movie was structured and everything. Um, this just feels like they shot it in a weird aspect ratio for no reason. Hmm. Like it's a pretty nice looking movie in as much as it's just like hipstery people like hipster woods, like autumn looks good on camera. <laughs> Crap. Jesus you know, like, ooh, a river. Christ. No, Great. this is literally what I want every single movie to look like. No. Yes, absolutely. Gross. I uh, just want outside. I just want outside. Okay, well, okay. Um, I thought the relationship at the core of this movie was not interesting or enjoyable <sighs> or I like Portrait of a Lady on Fire. I can understand. I like hanging out with these people and there's a lot of good tension and release and emotion, you know, bristling under the surface. This is like post Malone's younger brother hanging out with this other guy. And he's like, I I like making biscuits. And then the other guy's like, I too like making biscuits and I think we should sell more biscuits. And then that's the entire two hour movie. No, that's insane. I wanted to bash my head against the wall. Oh my God. (laughs) There's like 14 scenes of him milking the cow. Yeah, that's the best. I don't know what that means when you say that. What do, what do you mean by that, Carly? What do you mean by that's the best? Are you saying that's I the best like, scene? I like... Movies like this where it's like you don't need each, um, each shot and each scene and each interaction to be like moving a crazy plot forward like i no, love no, no. just like hanging no, no. out you're misrepresenting looking at nice me. things <laughs> well then what i mean like i i don't i guess i don't get the you know it's just a story about like friendship and it's not a story it is a story <laughs> and it's not really friendship either it's a business transaction well that's, that's the whole question that's the thing that makes it interesting is like you you're it's so uncertain the entire time like it to what extent these two people are only circumstantially helping each other or whether they care for each other. To what end? Like, what are the stakes of this? What, who cares? Well, the stakes are just like figuring out what a friendship looks like. And also like all of the, like, are they going to be caught and murdered? But the stakes are just that like went on forever too, by the way. Yeah. <sighs> I can't, I can't with this movie. I was just, <laughs> Just just a neg- like a black hole of interest where a movie would be for this for this for me. I don't know. I wouldn't have predicted this. I did, like I don't think I would also predict that you would like absolutely love this movie, but I, just I did not feel predict like it. <laughs> like I like Stalker and that movie has no plot and it's just people in the woods for three hours. But it has its own style and it has conflict and it has, you know, it's nice to look at. And I didn't think any of those things were true for this movie. See, I think all of those things are extremely true for this movie. I disagree. <laughs> Post Malone was pretty good in it, though. He's so good in it. I will just let it go that you're calling him Post Malone. <laughs> <laughs> I was being facetious anyway. I didn't think it was very good. Oh, my God. I'm going to throw my laptop into a <laughs> bathtub. Uh. I don't, yeah, I don't know what I was supposed to get out of this movie, but I didn't get it, the thing. Mm-hmm. 
that are I'd be to really be. curious if you gave another Kelly Reichardt a go, if this just like totally, if her thing just totally doesn't work for you, or if it's something to do with this exact movie. I have a feeling that it's the first one, Carl. Really? Man. I, yeah. But I love William Tyler, and he did the soundtrack, so. Oh. But I didn't think the soundtrack was great. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is the no? There's like no. This is what life no is there about. There. Art is meant to challenge us. Make it didn't us challenge me. Discuss. That's what I'm saying. It's it challenging challenge me, me right all. now. <laughs> <laughs> it challenges me to sit there and keep watching. Yeah. But beyond that, hmm. you have like. Never really, sometimes always where I was like moved and it was so, you know, it so perfectly accomplished what it was trying to do. And then you have first cow where it's like, and then he's milking the cow again. Like, I get it. He's making biscuits. Yeah. Um, I watched The Birds. (laughs) That was our Thanksgiving movie and it was fine. Yeah, that seems like a nice idea for a Thanksgiving movie. That's all. Well, were you tense upon rewatch? No, not really. I don't know. Yeah. It probably didn't need to be two hours long, but. Is it really two hours? That it sure seems kind of crazy. I feel like Hitchcock's whole thing was like the whole first half of the movie has no meaning or it has no bearing <laughs> on what actually the movie yes. is. And then because it's just like her like gallivanting around and being posh. Yeah. And then all of a sudden birds kill everybody. It's like, it was okay. fun to see people be posh, though. Oh, totally. Yes. Yeah. 1963, driving an Aston Martin around the seaside village. Fans self, am I right? Hello. Everybody's got that like mid-century movie speak thing going on. Was it mid-Atlantic? Is that the... Yeah, 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 yeah. She's actually on the Pacific Ocean. Oh my God. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I didn't uh, really... uh, I feel like there's scar tissue from First Cow still that I haven't worked through, but we'll probably talk about that in about a month ah i need michael on my side i i i uh thought he hadn't seen it because it seems like such a michael movie yeah i was surprised he hadn't seen it yet yeah Hmm. we'll get there i really uh cannot see this going any other way other than you two (laughs) teaming up against me on first cow (laughs) it'd be really funny if michael absolutely hated it i just (laughs) just like that seems like an impossibility i can't even picture that in my brain yeah Hmm. it's what good to is- have um you know you got a fuel discussion we can't all just be like yeah. first cow first cow first cow it it would it took so much effort for me to even bring up examples of things that happened in the movie because it was all just <laughs> leaking out of my brain immediately it's just like <sighs> i think i bumped my head oh my god i, I think i don't bumped my you. head i can't with you those are Fontaine's you, boots. brother. <laughs> he's, such, he's so pathetic. I hate him. Oh, my God. The cook guy. Cookie, where's our food? Oh, I don't know. I, just, I don't know. I'm not like these hunter men. I'm a little Are you cook. quite done, sir? Sorry. <laughs> that was the first half of First Cow, a two-hour length oh. movie. <laughs> What's coming out to theaters? Sorry. Oh, my God. Ooh, there's a big <laughs> one on this list. There's a big one on this list. There are guess. a couple big ones. No, I didn't do any guess. I wish. We already talked about Ammonite. 
I know, I know. I, I was going to do a thing where I changed the date, but of no, mm. Ammonite is now coming to VOD on December yes. 4th. Yes. Oh. What if I came into uh, end of year stuff and I'm like, Portrait of a Lady on Fire? <laughs> Check this out. No. I would be so sad. It's got Suarce Roman in it. Suarce Roman? <laughs> yep. She's my favorite. Guess. Guess. <laughs> what else is coming up? There? Okay. There's actually some, yeah, fun stuff coming. Um, okay. I think first one I want to touch on is Another Round. This okay. sounds like a really interesting premise, and I'm excited to see it. Notably, it's coming out limited. I tried so hard to figure out if these limiteds were coming to a streaming service. It's impossible to figure out anything about movies, as I've discussed before. Um, right. But this movie is written by Thomas Vinterberg and Tobias Lindholm, of course. Another round stars Mads Mikkelsen. Is it Mads? Yes. Why? Yes. Okay. Um, as one of a group of high school teachers who embark in an odd experiment, drink enough every day to keep a, to keep a blood alcohol content level of 0.05% to see how much it affects their behavior. Spoilers, they all have a blast. Um, yeah, it just sounds like a really strange movie, and I'm excited about it. Um, yeah. That spoiler seems ominous, like somebody gets shot or something, or like a rocket takes off. I do think that, like, it, it, that seems like a weird thing to intro. This, it was really hard to find a plot summary. Um, for this one, so I had to like go into a review, sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't like this plot summary is not endorsed by uh, another round people. I don't think, but um, yes. yeah, I think it is maybe more dark than the review makes it sound like it is. Yeah, I was gonna say this seems very like. Uh, isn't this great? Yeah, we're no, all I think it's, Yeah, the. Either later in this review or in a different review I was looking at, it's like the first shot is like a very pun intended sobering uh, intro to it. <laughs> Next. Ah. Okay, yes. Black Bear I am yes. very excited about. Uh, stars my dear Aubrey Plaza and Christopher mm. Abbott, if that's correct. Mm-hmm. The guy who is mm. in Possessor. Mm. Um and I am trying desperately not to understand or know much about this movie. I get the sense that it's better to not know what's up going in. And okay. good news, because this plot description doesn't mean anything. Cool. Um, a filmmaker plays a calculated game of desire and jealousy in pursuit of a work of art that blurs the boundaries between autobiography and invention. Doesn't Why tell me much. <laughs> But this is good. I yeah, I'm really excited about this one. Also trying to figure out if this one is coming to streaming. Who knows? Okay. And then the uh-huh. big guy. Ooh. Mank! We love Mank, dude. Do you want to read the thing? <clears throat> 1930s Hollywood is reevaluated <laughs> through the eyes of scathing wit, wit, and uh-huh. alcoholic. Oh, I'm reading this incorrectly. 1930s Hollywood is reevaluated <laughs> through the eyes of scathing wit and alcoholic. See, I don't like this. Yeah, scathing I know what you mean. Wit as a descriptor of this man. This uh, sentence, I don't care for it. Car, can you come up with a different one? Um, no. <laughs> and alcoholic screenwriter Herman J. Minkwit, 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 Mink, 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 as he races to finish. Citizen Kane. Yeah. It's going to be a 
weird to have such a big deal movie come out. Like, a lot of critics have seen it. I think there's a pretty tight embargo on it for the most part. Um, But just to have it, like, released to the public and so many people will watch it all at once and all of the takes will come in in such a short amount of time is going to be really interesting. I like a tight embargo. Mm Mm-hmm. I do too, honestly. I like not going, <laughs> no one's going on. Oh, you're being silly. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for Mank. I probably yeah, won't get course. to watch it on release day, though, because things are happening. Mm, exciting things. Like your birthday. Wait, when does it come out? The 4th. Oh. Oh. Not your birthday. Okay. <laughs> uh, minor Premise. What's that about, Kara? Oh, I don't know. I have no interest. Minor premise, attempting to surpass his father's legacy, a reclusive neuroscientist becomes entangled in his experiment, picking ten fragments of his consciousness against each other. Yeah, that's fine. Um, So it's like split, but worse somehow? Yeah, I I don't care to, you know, go down that road. No Man Land, though, is the other big one. Also, can't tell if this is coming to a streaming service, but I think this will be like another (laughs) one in conversation for awards and such guess guess francis mcdormand you got it answer. yeah would you like to read the description oh of- sure sure a woman embarks on a journey through the american west after losing everything during the recession hmm. Hmm. So yeah these aren't excited. uh these are not uh these descriptions don't in any way portray the relative quality or gravity of the film. Which is kind of fun. It is, but I wouldn't know that Nomadland is supposed to be very good if I just read that description, I guess. Oh, sure. But there's no way to get that across. Like, you have to have the context of, like, uh, Chloe Zhao made it, and people are excited about it, and who's Chloe Zhao, and all that stuff. Yeah. Who is she? <laughs> she made The Rider, which is the cowboy movie I watched. Right. So, yeah. I remember that. Very naturalistic. Sure. Yeah. Just like First Cow. Yeah. Honestly. Mm. It's not. Oh, my God. Anyway. Um, those are the movies coming out. Ammonite, acclaimed paleontologist Mary Ann works <laughs> alone, selling common fossils to tourists to support her ailing mother. But a chance job offer changes her life when a visitor hires her to care for his wife. How incredibly similar. <laughs> it's not. It's mm. mostly in style, it seems like. Well, and job to care for lady. Yeah, I, I suppose. Because one of yeah. the good things about Portrait was kind of that underlying. Like, she has to keep secret what she's actually attempting to do. Yeah, and, like, perfect. Like, the whole thing for the first, like, hour has to be stolen glances. What's more romantic than that? Oh, my gosh. And she's got all, she got a painted hand, and she's like, don't look at my painted hand. Yeah, that's awesome. I like when she's just sketching, like, she got to see what the hands look like, and she hides behind the hands. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right over left, of course. (laughs) Look at me. <laughs> Just a baby from a basket. <laughs> I really also like the part where um 
this is like when they're like deeply madly in love and she's painting and she's like, Oh, what do you tell your models? And then she starts listing off all of these compliments and you think it's just like her being a cornball, but it's like, ha ha, that's actually what I tell the models. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. Got him. Take that Adele Hanel. Okay. When you said one of them looked like Emma Watson, which one looks like Emma Watson to you? The main lady. Painter? Artist. Okay. Very much so. Yeah, I can see it. Eyebrows. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then Heloise looks like... I got nothing. I don't know. Adele Hanel is wonderful. Okay. Well, Kyra, that was Movies Through the Ages. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Okay. Hmm. Should we watch Citizen Kane? Well, I I won't be here next time, if there is a next time. Ooh. Ooh. Hmm. Let me rephrase that. I mean, I will watch Citizen Kane over the next, I guess, like, week. Um, I don't know if I want that to be one of my picks, you know? I love the way you said that. (laughs) Well, uh, yes, I will be watching Citizen Kane over the next, hmm, let me see, week. Yeah. Okay. Well, Um, I might join you on that. Yes, Carl? What do you think? So we won't be touching back for the next two weeks, right? So can I assign two? Oh, my God. Is that okay? I might not have internet for some portion of this. Okay. Let, okay, so they're directly yes. tied. So if you just get to one, that's okay. okay. And Saw 3D. Yes. God, I can't wait. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking both Paddingtons. In the same week? Well, two weeks. Okay. Yeah. Because well, I want to watch two very badly, but it feels wrong to... Oh, we could just watch two. I guess so. I don't know. I heard two is very good, though, yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited. I've seen the <laughs> musical scene with Hugh Grant, and I am yeah. just flabbergasted in a wonderful way. Okay. Okay. We'll see so what happens. So at least two. How about that? Uh, 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 okay. That's a challenge. I like that. There's like an edge to that. <laughs> At least two. If you can live with just seeing two. We'll see what. Mm-hmm. Cara, have you given any thought to what movie series we'll be doing after Saw wraps up? I have thought about it. Okay. <laughs> did you think about Shrek as much as I did? No. Okay. Nope. Nope. Okay. Sorry. Okay. No. And Puss in Boots. We can no. throw Puss in Boots in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Okay. No, that's okay. What were you thinking? I couldn't... I had one decent idea that I've now forgotten. I also thought about the Bourne movies, but I feel like that would get boring. <sighs> I don't... I don't want Yeah. I mean, there's like 40 James Bond movies we could do. Oh, no, never. Oh, my God. That sounds terrible. Doctor No, never. <laughs> what? Nothing. Okay. Do you have any ideas? Other than Shrek? Sure. I'm not James doing Bond. it. I'm not doing it. I'm okay. not doing it. Um, not really. There's not a lot of non-horror movie series with a lot of things in them, you know? Yeah. And we can do some, I mean, maybe we need to be more flexible in our, you know, we could, we could like open it up a little bit where it's like just things that are like really directly tied to one another, but it doesn't need to be like sequel, 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 you know? I don't know. I don't know what that would um, entail. I'm trying to think. I guess it would kind of be like if sh- the Shrek sequels weren't 
Like if it was Shrek, Puss in Boots, and like Donkey the Musical. <laughs> Donkey the Musical. <laughs> Cinematic mm. universes, if you will. I don't know what that looks like, though, Carl. Well, I'll come back next time with some examples uh, of that. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, all right. Because yeah. I don't want to just do, like, this director. Even though that would be fun, but I just feel like I would get bored of that. I feel like there might be a way to make that work. Or it could be, like, this director in, like, a very specific way. Like, if it, if if David Fincher had made, like, four movies about technology where it was like the social network had three others that would be kind of fun sure i get what you're saying yeah yeah but he didn't no he only made two panic room and the social (laughs) okay sure and the The technology of panic rooms gone girl (laughs) oh a thriller for the instagram generation oh my god what are you talking about when he's got the shed full of instagram phones what? He's like, I don't know where all these stolen Instagram phones came from. Oh and then uh, what's her face is just like in a bowling alley laughing to herself because she sees him on the TV. And he's putting two fingers in front of his chin and saying, I don't know where these Instagram oh, phones yes, came I from. Oh, yes, I love that very much. <laughs> I really love that movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> goodbye, car. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.